This is Clutch Fans. And by the way, shout out to the Clutch fans. You're listening to the Clutch Fans Podcast, an open conversation for Houston Rockets diehards. Houston Rockets is unbeatable. I'm ready to get on Clutch Fans. Now, here's your host, the man who would have drafted Harold Miner over Robert Ory, Dave Hardesty. Welcome into the podcast. It is my pleasure to have with me as a guest today, Nevada Smith, uh, the head coach of the 5-0 Rio Grande Valley Vipers, the NBA Development League affiliate of the Houston Rockets. Uh, coach Smith, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, thanks for having me. I'm glad to be here. You coached a couple years at Keystone College in, in Pennsylvania, and before that uh, were an assistant at Ithaca in, in New York for five years. Uh, I was born in New York, lived in Boston for a few years, and I know going from the East Coast to Texas can be a bit of a culture shock. How, how is McAllen treating you so far? It's been great so far. Everyone here is so nice, and uh, I'm really enjoying the weather, walking out every day in shorts and a T-shirt. <laughs> so that's, uh, that's been fun. Uh, I don't miss the New York uh, winters, definitely. Uh, I'm, a, I'm more of a uh, warm weather climate guy, so uh, definitely loving it down here so far. Perfect. Uh, you know, you took the job just a little over a month ago. Um, a lot was made about how the Rockets found you, uh, making the jump from Division Three to the NBDL. Uh, talk with Daryl Morey today. I found out the Rockets went through a pretty exhaustive search to find you, screening about 25 candidates and sitting down for all-day interviews with about seven or eight of them. Uh, did you have an idea of their interest level, or did you just out of the blue get a call from Daryl or, or Jean-Luca? How did this come about? Yeah, it was, it was somewhat out of the blue. You know, got a uh, got a call and uh, initially thought it was it was kind of a joke and, and thought it was one of my friends and got through a little bit and realized that it wasn't and, and had a good talk with those guys and, and went down to Houston and I had a great day and, and really enjoyed it and uh, everything happened so quick and, and now I'm here. How much of a draw was it? You know, the the two previous coaches, uh, Chris Finch, Nick Nurse, both have gone on to the NBA. Was that a, a big draw in in this position for you? I think it enters your mind. I think uh, really for me, it was just moving up to the next level and the pro level, which is something I always wanted to do. And uh, really, once the opportunity was presented, uh, my mind was made up. If they were willing to offer me the job, I was definitely going to take it. You know, I have to say, I've been watching you guys uh, play every chance I can get uh, whenever the Rockets and, and Vipers don't overlap, and uh, you run a very entertaining style of basketball. The Vipers are averaging a ridiculous 133.4 points per game. Uh, your fans are basically getting free tacos by the third quarter. But what is really grabbing the headlines is the amount of three-point shots you guys are taking. You, you broke the NBDL record with 24 threes made the other night against Texas, followed that up by hitting 23 on the tail end of a back-to-back. Um, you guys are taking over 47 threes per game, 15 threes more than the number two team on that list. And just for some perspective, uh, the NBA all-time record for threes attempted in a game is 49. And recently in a, a post-game interview, I heard you say that you want and instruct the team to shoot 50 threes per game. I had to rewind to make sure I heard that. Um, this has been one fascinating offense to watch. Yeah, you know, we're playing to our strengths. We've got guys who can really shoot it. and um, Everywhere I've been, I've always you know, really looked at a number that we wanted to attempt and, and knew the mix were going to fluctuate. 
So we wanted to put a number out. Um, when I was at college, we, we tried to get uh, 43s every game. Um, so we made it 50 here just to, uh, you know, adjust with the time. And uh, It's something I believe in. It's something that, you know, I think uh, helps our spacing on offense and helps create some things, um, some other ways to score. So uh, we definitely stress getting them up. And I, I think, I mean, if we didn't have the guys we have, we might not be able to do it. But the, the personnel is, uh, has been great, and they, they're shooting the ball so well. And it's uh, – it's been fun to watch. You know, I'm glad you brought up uh, your experience because I noticed as a player at Bethany, you put up a lot of points, could really hit the three, and I think you led the nation in threes per game with almost four per in, in I think, I believe 2001. Uh, at Keystone College, you ran an up-tempo style as well. In your words, you hadn't had a shot clock violation in two years. Um, at the same time, the Rockets organization is sort of becoming known for an analytics-driven style that, that strays away from the mid-range shot, focusing on points in the paint and three-pointers so what we're seeing with the Vipers, how much of this is your coaching style you bring and how much of it is an organizational philosophy or is it really a marriage of, of a perfect fit there? Yeah, I think it's a marriage of both. I think, you know, it's uh, it's about adjusting to who you have and uh, figuring out ways to get your uh, get your score shots where they need shots. And, and right now our, our guys are really doing a great job in three. So um, that's kind of how we're playing it. And uh, obviously with uh, with the D League, we understand there's going to be a lot of turnover and, and change, and we're, and we're ready to adjust on the fly. Uh, but it's been uh, it's been nice nice marriage of uh, both both styles. You know, the Rockets currently have the number one offense in the NBA using this philosophy. You guys have the number one offense in the NBDL with an unbelievable 116.7 points per 100 possessions. Do you think perhaps this is the direction that basketball is headed? That we're this is a new trend we're going to see where the slow death of the mid range shot and uh, you know, more teams focusing primarily on attacking the basket and kicking out for threes. It'll be interesting. You know, it's uh, it's definitely uh, not something that everyone wants to do or everyone thinks is right. And in basketball, we played so many different ways, and uh, there's so many different ways to be successful. And uh, really, it's it's always been in my mind. Uh, you know, you play to your strengths and, and play to your personnel. And I think that uh, some teams will do that, and some teams won't. And uh, it's really, you know, who do you got on the floor, and and what do you believe in? You know, Isaiah Cannon is a player uh, Rockets fans are really curious about. He was taken with the 34th pick overall in, in this last draft, a marksman coming out of college. First couple of games with you guys, he had some rough shooting nights. Uh, in his last three, averaging over 23 points a game, almost nine assists, hit 15 of 27 from three. Uh, should we, as Rocket fans, be excited about Isaiah Cannon's prospects? I would be. Um, I think he's he's been great. You know, he's uh, very good at a lot of different things. He can get to the basket. Uh, he's good around the basket. He's got a good mid-range. He's good uh, hitting shots from all over the court. Uh, I think one of the things we're focused on now is getting him to focus in on the defensive end for uh, for long stretches. Uh, if you stay on him, he's really good. and He kind of has a tendency to gamble a little bit and, and float a little bit defensively, but he's doing a better job, and I think that's the biggest thing. He's got to uh, keep improving on every day. And, uh, I didn't realize how good of a passer he was until the first couple of days of practice. I mean, he mm. sees guys and, and he understands where guys are going to be and where uh, when he drives, where they're going to move to. So he's he's really been great finding guys and getting guys shot. You know, the Rockets uh, have three quality point guards right now in, in Beverly, Patrick Beverly, Jeremy Lin, Aaron Brooks, all in the rotation at the moment. Uh, barring injuries, is that the plan to, to keep Cannon uh, developing in McAllen for a while? I hope so. <laughs> I really don't know. I mean, we're, we're going to, uh, I mean, he's a big part of what we do and he's kind of the engine that makes us go. And uh, obviously, uh, we want to 
have him down here as long as we can, but we also know that he's getting ready for uh, to play up in the in the NBA, and then we got to do what we can to prepare him for when he gets up there. You know, another guy we've had our eyes on, uh, Robert Covington, uh, six foot seven forward out of Tennessee State. Uh, he was undrafted, but the Rockets liked him enough uh, right away after the draft to give him a contract. Uh, in training camp, Kevin McHale mentioned him as a stretch four candidate. Uh, his shooting percentages are down so far the first five games, about 30% from three, but he's averaging uh, almost 10 boards a game, giving you good steals and blocks. Uh, what have you seen from him? Has that rebounding surprised you? And what does he have to do to succeed at the next level? I, I, his rebounding is not surprising. He's way more athletic than I thought he was going to be. Um, I mean, he's, he's very bouncy. He can really uh, play above the rim. Uh, he's doing a great job of angles and seeing the ball coming off. So he's uh, he's been great on that side. Uh, offensively, he's taking good shots, just haven't been able to knock him down. Uh, and that'll come. I think he, he really does shoot it well. I think he could be a nice stretch for. I think he needs to concentrate on, you know, the same thing, defending, keeping guys in front of him. Uh, he, he's kind of mixing and matching at the three and the four for us. So uh, at the four, he's doing a great job. At the three, sometimes he's got to do a better job defensively, keeping people in front, keeping them out of the paint. Um, and offensively, you know, stand there, make some threes, stretch the defense, and attack close-ups. Cannon and Covington were the two guys we were most curious about, but Troy Daniels has just sort of exploded on the scene, really made a name for himself. Uh, he's made at least six threes in every game so far, hitting over 53% from three-point range. And what's really amazing is almost 83% of his shots have been three-pointers. Uh, he was someone we knew very little about. What can you tell us about uh, him and his prospects? Well, he's one of the better shooters I've ever seen. Um, he wow. does a really good job of getting to spots, and he has a really quick release. Uh, he can shoot coming off screens. He can shoot off the dribble. He can shoot on the catch. So, um, he's advanced. You look at his college stats; they're very similar to uh, what he's doing for us. High volume, high volume of threes, and um, he's been getting better every day. Uh, you know, it's it's kind of scary that uh, that we expect him to go uh, make six threes and shoot over fifty percent. It's kind of a, a scary expectation, but uh, he's been great offensively, defensively. He's very good. He moves his feet. He's got quick hands. Uh, hopefully, we can get him finishing a little better around the rim, which would be the next step, and he's, he's really working towards that. You know, you also have two other guys on the roster uh, that I know of with NBA experience last year. Chris Johnson, I believe, signed uh, two 10 days with the Grizzlies. Uh, Tim Ulbricht was up with the Rockets last year, recently came back to the Vipers. What has it meant for your team to have these two guys on the roster? Oh, it's been great. You know, Chris has been a leader since day one, uh, both on and off the court. He's been uh, really good getting guys going and uh, he talks constantly, defensively, offensively, and guys are picking it up and they're starting to, to kind of see it and, and do what he's doing. And uh, he's He's been really getting after the glass, trying to improve some areas that maybe he didn't feel like he uh, excelled at last year. Still doing a great job of spreading the floor and, and taking a high volume of threes. And, you know, Tim just got with us a little bit ago, so I think he's trying to get acclimated with the guys we've already had here and uh, getting into game shape, and he looked pretty good the last two games, and he's going to keep increasing minutes and keep getting more touches and, and hopefully uh, able to give us a, a nice low post threat. Awesome. You know, last question before I let you go. I, I uh, saw you said in an interview that you were a big NBA fan. Uh, who was your team growing up? You know, I didn't. Uh, I grew up in Pittsburgh, so we never okay. really had a, a team per se, but I was a big fan of players. Uh, Reggie Miller was my all-time favorite player, so I uh, watched a lot of their games, and you know, war number 31 in college and kind of pattern what I did after him was kind of nuts, but uh, really enjoyed watching certain guys play the game and, and 
watch little things that they did and ways that they uh, got shots off and got to the free throw line that you know it's hard to teach and, and you kind of have to teach yourself. So that was uh, that was my big thing is just watching guys and watching how they uh, how they move. And, and I've always been a big fan of playing fast. And you know today's college game, a lot of teams are are using 35 seconds on the shot clock every possession, and the game's very slow. And, and the NBA game's always been so fast and so fun. And, uh, and I like really quick action. So always drew me to it from an early age and just kind of stuck with it my whole my whole life. Nevada Smith, head coach of the Rio Grande Valley Vipers at Nevada. It was a pleasure to have you join us today and uh, hope to do it again in the future. Definitely. Thank you so much for having me. Anything I can do, please let me know.